starring Bela Day in... But, Ma, that's my favorite movie! Oh, well, all right. But don't you spend too much time in front of that TV, do you hear me? Yes, Ma. Happy Christmas Eve, and welcome back to another episode of my podcast, But Ma, that's my favorite movie. I am your host, Bela Day. And before we go any further, I have to thank my listeners. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. Uh, Thank you for giving this podcast a chance over and over again. And you're a real one, period. And if you're a new listener, well then welcome and hello. And you are definitely in for a treat, which will hopefully keep you coming back for more. All right, today's episode is titled, But Ma, That's My Favorite Christmas Movie. So it's pretty obvious we're going to be discussing Christmas movies, which is totally appropriate because tomorrow is Christmas. (laughs) pause for a moment tomorrow's Christmas so um we're gonna be just going over two different Christmas movies and we're pretty much gonna get right into it all right so lights camera action you're skipping Christmas isn't that against the law all right that quote is by Spike Frohmeyer And the first movie we're going to be talking about is Christmas with the Cranks. And Spike, um, the actor's real name is actually Eric Per Sullivan. Okay, so this is a very funny movie. It's a comedic movie. Um, It was released November 24th of 2004. It was directed by Joe Roth, who also directed Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. And he was also a producer for some notable notable films um, that were The Great Debaters, Daddy Daycare, and Low Down Dirty Shame, which I found it very interesting because I consider those more of like black films, you know? And so the fact that he's done that, I'm like, that's super cool. All right. The writers we have, we have John Grissom, who actually is the novelist, the writer. He actually wrote a book titled Skipping Christmas. And so this movie is based on that. But the title was changed and we'll get into that later. Um, Then the actual writer of the screenplay is Chris Columbus, who actually wrote for the movie Nine Months. And so I have another person or actor who was in nine months as well I feel like I have two different ones so um, I think that's interesting all right let's get into this summary here so Luther played by Tim Allen um, and Nora played by Jamie Lee Curtis are the cranks and for the first time on this holiday Christmas their daughter Blair Crank who's played by Julie Gonzalo won't be home for Christmas because she's actually at the Peace Corps so the cranks have always been super festive people who go all out for the holiday and they do things like decorating the house inside and out buying Christmas cards sending them out throwing the annual Christmas Eve party for like all the neighbors to attend and just doing various other things they're just all about Christmas right and Nora is sad that Blair won't be spending Christmas with the family but Luther on the other hand he's not sad at all because he has other plans which include going on a 
10 day cruise, which would, which they would actually um, leave the port on Christmas. And he comes up with this whole plan to explain to his wife that they're actually going to save money going on this cruise versus what they would be spending normally on um, around Christmas to like decorate food, you know, getting the Christmas cards, all of that. They spend way more money on Christmas than they would be on this cruise that they want to go on because it's like all inclusive and it and it's cheaper because it's they're leaving on Christmas and they know normally people don't leave on holidays like this. So it's just a really great deal. So Luther's obstacle is like convincing Nora, giving her all this information, which she's super prepared for. And, you know, who's not willing to save money if you can? And he just really needs to get Nora on board. And at first she is hesitant, but she does end up agreeing because she's like, well, Blair won't be home. We will be saving money. We'll finally get to go on a vacation. So why not? Um, so they begin to tell their neighbors and their coworkers that they're skipping Christmas this year <laughs> and everyone gets so upset and they're just baffled and confused by this choice that they're making because it almost feels like everyone relied on them for everything to buy the Christmas tree, to put, send out the Christmas cards, to have the Christmas party where everyone can come to. So everyone's just like, it's almost like it's ruining their Christmas because they're not celebrating it because they're like relying on them for stuff or they're relying on their Christmas cheer for, you know, to help their Christmas, I guess. <laughs> and so, and that's what's so funny about it. So since um, they're the most festive people and people just like the neighbors cannot fathom them skipping Christmas, they pretty much end up like taunting them up until the point where they're going to leave. Like they're just giving them a hard time about everything. Um, but of course with the vacation in the horizon, the cranks are holding their ground. They're like, no, we're not going to buy the Christmas tree. No, we're not getting the Christmas cards. And they're just, you know, letting them know this is what we decided. And like they're grown people at, at the end of the day, they don't have to explain nothing to nobody. So that's that. <laughs> and so, um, what's really funny and like ironic is once Christmas Eve hits Blair ends up calling home and she ends up telling them that she is going to come home for Christmas and she's bringing someone special so at this point the cranks and well mostly Nora she races to put together a last minute Christmas Eve party for Blair um for her return and luckily even though the town the town was upset with them they still do end up helping them to put it together and of course, Luther's upset because he's like, I was really expecting to go on this vacation. If it was up to him, he would just tell his daughter, we're going on vacation. We're not doing Christmas this year. But Nora wants to be with her daughter. She wants to celebrate it. It's like a tradition. She wants to do it. She's not so like gun ho on going on a vacation like Luther is. So, yeah, so then they're just, you know, scrambling to just get everything together. And it it's just the whole movie is hilarious <laughs> because it's just the way people are acting and it's the way they're having to defend themselves. And this is a great movie. This this is definitely, I would say, one of one of my favorite movies for sure. All right. So going over the cast that we have here, uh, Tim Allen plays Luther Crank. He was in the show Home Improvement and does the voice of Buzz, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story. We have Jamie Lee Curtis, who plays Nora Crank. She's known for lo playing Laurie Strode in Halloween and in the Freaky Friday remake in 2003. 
We have Dan Aykroyd, who plays Vic Froman. He was in the Blues Brothers and Coneheads. Also, I believe he was a regular on SNL back in the day. We have M. Ellett Walsh, who plays Walt Schill. He was in the Wild Wild West, Critters, and Blade Runner. We have Elizabeth Franz, who plays Bev Schill. She was um, in the movie The Secret of My Success and Thinner, which... I mentioned that before. I love that movie. We have Eric Per Sullivan, who plays Mike Froyer, who was in Malcolm in the Middle, and the he was the youngest brother in Malcolm in the Middle. Cheech Marin, who plays Officer Seleno, who was in Cheech and Chong. Jake Busey, who plays Officer Taryn, he was in Starship Troopers and Identity. We have Austin Pendleton, who was the Umbrella Santa slash Marty. He was in the Muppet movie and My Cousin Vinny. We have Tom Poston, who plays Father Zebriskel, who was in Newhart. We have Julie Gonzalo, who plays, plays Blair Crank. She was in A Cinderella Story and Dodgeball. We have Renee Lavon, who plays Enrique Decardano. He was in Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights, and Red Bear. We have Caroline Ree, who plays Candy. She was in Sabrina the Teenage Witch and The Perfect Man. We have Felicity Hoffman, who plays Mary. She was in Desperate Housewives and Transamerica. And we have Patrick Brin, who plays Abby, and he was in Men in Black and Vampire's Assistant. So some behind-the-scenes information we have here. During filming, it was reported that the cast and crew had ingested over 10 pounds of fake snow. Yikes. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Dan Aykroyd had previously starred in Trading Places, My Girl and My Girl 2 together. Um, they play neighbors in Christmas with the Cranks rather than love interests as they have in their previous movies. Uh, Tim Allen has done a total of five Christmas movies. The Santa Claus, The Santa Claus 2, Christmas with the Cranks, The Santa Claus 3, and El Camino Christmas. So he's like the Christmas guy. All right, the next one we have, when worrying about what Vic and neighbors will think about the plan, Luther says, who's he going to call? Dan Aykroyd, who plays Vic, was in Ghostbusters. Oh, my God, I didn't list that freaking Ghostbusters. For which the tagline was, who are you going to call? The title of John Grissom's book on which the film is based is, like I mentioned before, Skipping Christmas. And it wasn't used for the film to avoid confusion with another Christmas themed film, Surviving Christmas, that came out in 2004, which is actually the same year this movie came out. So both the movies came out in 2004. And I guess they knew about that movie coming out. So they're like, yeah, we don't want people getting that too confused. All right, let's go ahead and get into their next movie here. Light, camera, action. They sit there and use subliminal messages to suck your children's minds out. And I know what I'm talking about because I went to junior college for a semester and I studied psychology, so I'm right in there. I know what's going on. And they sit there and they make your children feel like garbage. And you, the father, who's working 24-7 delivering mail so you can make an alimony payment to a woman that slept with everybody at the post office but me. Then when you get the toy, it breaks and you can't fix it because it's a little cheap plastic. Please excuse my flubs, guys. I'm getting back into the groove of this and I'm just like stumbling everywhere. But that's that. All right. So this was a well, actually, before I get into the release date, um, this quote is by the character Myron Larrabee, who is played by the 
awesome iconic Sinbad. This movie was released November 22nd, 1996, and I haven't I don't know if I've said the title yet, probably not. But this movie is called Jingle All the Way, and we're not talking about the song because this movie it's another comedic movie. It's funny. Um it's a good one to watch. Uh, but this was directed by Brian Levant, who also directed Flintstones and Are You There Yet? Um, the writer we have is Randy Cornfield, who also wrote Eight-Legged Freaks and Sweet Revenge. I remember Eight-Legged Freaks. I remember that movie coming out. That's like when all of those like scary animal movies were coming out. Because I remember there was this one called like Bats and I group all those together. But anywho. Let's get into the summer here. So Howard, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, is a workaholic that is always missing out on his son's events. And his son is named Jamie, played by Jake Lloyd. Now, Howard actually ends up missing Jamie getting his purple belt in karate. And of course, this is one of the numerous things that he's missed already. But this one particular time, he promises to try to find a way to make it up to him. And Jamie, who loves this TV show character named Turbo Man, tells his dad he wants a Turbo Man for Christmas. So once the night is like winding down and him and his wife are about to go to bed and his wife, her name is Liz, played by Rita Wilson. um, She asked him, like, Howard, did you get the Turbo Man doll? Because she'd actually told him weeks ago to get it because she knew like basically the craze around it, right? So he lies and he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I got it. But he's thinking in his head, I can go get it tomorrow. No big deal. Um, But Liz actually bursts his bubble and she says, I'm really glad that you got it because at this point it's going to be impossible to find one. So the next day. <laughs> And and this worries him a little bit, but he's like, it's probably not going to be that bad. She's probably over-exaggerating. So the next day is actually Christmas Eve and Howard's like, oh yeah, I'm going to go up to the office real quick. You know, I'll be back. And so he actually doesn't go to the office. He goes to find a turbo man and he ends up being entangled in the chaos of all the other last minute shoppers that are trying to find a turbo man as well. And so this is actually going to turn out to be way more difficult than he imagined. And um, like like the initial store that he goes to to get the Turbo Man, because I think they said they're like, OK, we have a limited number of copies. And there's like probably way more people out there than the the there's way more people out there than the actual amount of Turbo Mans that they had in stock. And so he ends up meeting this um, mailman. His name is Myron, which was um, the character I did the quote from, played by Sinbad. He meets him. And, you know, Myron, he's already freaking off his rocker because of what he's going through. And so now this is added on top of it. And so pretty much like Arnold, well, Howard, is having to go on this adventure across town because, of course, he doesn't get at the first store. He has to go to all these other places. He's like being kind of like, um uh like how do you say it uh like going in circles or like he's getting one lead from the next to try to figure out where to go to get one and the mailman's like on his tail Myron's like you know finding out about the same places as well 
So they're going on like basically these misadventures and, you know, having to travel all around town to try to find this dang on doll because he knows he's disappointed his son enough and he really doesn't want to do it again because he feels like at this point, if he disappoints his son again, his son, his son at one point is just going to be like, pretty much like F you dad. Like you've never been there for me. You never got me what I wanted. Like you only cared about work. So he's trying to do everything in his power to not make that happen because he feels like it will. All right. So, um, this is another funny movie. It's super funny. It's cute. Um, it's a nineties movie. So, I mean, nineties had like the best movies. I said what I said. All right. So, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger who plays, um, Howard, uh, Howard Langston, uh, he was in, of course, the Terminators and the sixth day. We have Sinbad who plays Myron Labrie. He was in first kid and good burger, which good burger is what I talked about in the Nickelodeon episode. Uh, we have Phil Hartman who plays, who plays Ted Malton. He was in small soldiers. And so I married an ex murderer, Rita Wilson, who plays Liz Langston. She was in sleepless in Seattle. And now and then, and now and then is a movie I'm going to do. I'm probably going to be co-hosting that one. Possibly we'll, we shall see, but that is a movie I'm so excited to talk about. Um, we have Robert Conrad who plays office officer Hummel, who plays in black sheep squadron and centennial, the series. We have Martin Mull who plays DJ. He was in clue and Roseanne. We have Jack Lloyd who plays Jamie Langston. He was in star Wars episode one and Madison. We have Jim Belushi who plays mall Santa. He was in red heat, which is another collaboration he did with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he was in Little Shop of Horrors. We have E.J. De La Pena, who plays Johnny. He was in Leave It to Beaver in Mobility. We have Lorraine Newman, who was the first lady. She was in Coneheads and Problem Child 2. We have Justin Chapman, who plays Billy. He was in Basketball in Problem Child 3. Uh, we have Harvey Court. Corman, who plays the president, he was in Blazing Blazing Saddles and Dracula, Dead and Loving It. We have Richard Mall, who was the Dementor. He was in But I'm a Cheerleader and Scary Movie Two, and we have Daniel Rorden, who was in who plays Turbo Man, and he was in Dreamgirls and Ed Wood. And Ed Wood's another Tim Burton film. All right, so some behind-the-scenes information. Uh, the story is actually based on the 1980s shopping frenzy over the Cabbage Patch dolls. However, it ended up perfectly mimicking the Tickle Me Elmo craze of Christmas 1996. So they were basing it off a craze in the 80s, but literally that same year there was a craze about the Tickle Me Elmo. So if people couldn't even reference the Cabbage Patch dolls, then they had you know experience with the Tickle Me Elmo. And everyone knows, you know, comedy mimics like it mimics. How did they say it? Was it like sadness is comedy? It's like stuff. Tragedy. Tragedy is comedy. Right. And so, you know, hearing about people going crazy about these toys, trying to get them for your kids. And, you know, it's serious at the time. But, you know, if someone was doing stand up and they started talking about it and the way they do it, we would laugh our butts off because it's hilarious. Right. So this movie is like a representation of that. And I think they're actually making a movie, if I'm not mistaken, about the Cabbage Patch Doll. Like, actually, the Cabbage Patch Doll uh, frenzy. Uh, And I believe Issa Rae is either the producer or she's going to be in the movie. 
moving on. So Sinbad improvised the majority of his lines. Arnold Schwarzenegger also improvised many of his responses and his conversations with him, which that's cool. And normally that's what you're going to get with comedians. They normally don't go by scripted lines. They just go off the top of their head. Cause I mean, literally that's what they do. They're comedians. Uh, turbo man's red suit was modeled after DC superhero, the flash. Um, the scene outside of the toy store where the crowd pushed into the entryway was filmed in the seventh street plaza outside the old palace theater in downtown St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, the scene changes to the inside of the store, which was filmed at the mall of America located in Bloomington, Minnesota, almost 20 miles away. So sometimes they do that They'll f- They want a certain aesthetic outside. And then when they go inside, it's like a completely different location. And it's real cool how that comes together, you know, because the way they cut it together, you would never know. Uh, the giant Santa in this film is WWE's The Big Show, which my boyfriend would probably love that fact. Um, part of the movie where there's this underground Santa factory where they're doing illegal selling overpriced cheap damaged toys. <laughs> Y'all, that was my note I had to myself. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, basically one part of the movie, they're it's like this underground illegal thing with the toys that they're trying to like sell out or sell to people to make it seem like it's the real thing. Um, that's where WWE The Big Show was at. <laughs> Guys, I'm over it right now. All right. Well, you know what? Um, this is a pretty short episode once again. Um and you know what? These these are really good movies. So uh, if you're still trying to find some movies to watch, um, I would recommend them. We have Jingle All the Way and Christmas with the Cranks because you still have time. And you know what, guys? Um, thank you so much for tuning into this episode, for tolerating me, listening to me. And um, actually, this is the second to last episode of the season. And um, it's all winding down like it's super crazy. I can't believe I've gotten this far, you know. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. We definitely wish you a Merry Christmas from the But Ma, That's My Favorite Movie podcast. And we are wishing you uh, joy, happiness, warmth, and, you know, comfort during this time, uh, that we're going through so many different things this year. Um, but, but it's almost done. You know, there's still so much work to do. There's still so much that can happen, but we just have to make the best of what's going on. All right, guys. Well, the credits are rolling. The show is over and I will see you at the next show time.